Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... I'm a cyber snake. I'm? You are? Yeah, me. I'm a cyber snake. That's, Tom that's really good. I'm, I'm a robotic bunny. Um, what, what are, are you, you Matt? Matt? I feel like if I answer honestly, I'll be... This is my animal work. I feel if I answer honestly, they'll set upon me and convert me into some kind of robotic beast. I'm a, a hydraulic rhinoceros. <laughs> hydraulic yeah. rhinoceros were discontinued back in 2006. Max. I have a issue. Lying? I've been... Uh, of uh, I've been res- preserved for posterity, for I am a museum model. Oh right, so that cool. title was given to us by Ross underscore originals <laughs> on Twitter. Thank you for that, Ross. I'm a cybernetic snake. I am a cyber snake. Yeah, cyber snake. Oh, I'm looking a, forward to just that. Just cyber snake. No netic about it. Oh. I am a cyber snake. Cyber Joining snake. us for this foray into science fiction, Shan Greaves. Hi, uh, it's. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. I do have a degree in all of the sciences, everyone, uh, and the phi. Everyone, oh, all man. of all of the science and all of the phi. So great. You've got the, the best expert on then. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yep, definitely. Science expert Shan Greaves. Mm. All right, so shall we move on to some honourable mentions? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. All right, this is the part of the show where we pitch some other films for other titles people have given us on social media, kind of like the opening trailers to a. To a movie. To a movie. But movie. good. See, I gave a compliment. But, yeah, but good. But good. But good, unlike the trailers. All right, so from Phil Walters, we've got Silicon Barry. Oh, man. Silicon Barry. I'm thinking Ooh. of a theme tune. So this has got to be sort of like, you know, your San Francisco tech startup. Like, well, Silicon Valley, I suppose. Yeah. Um, tech startup, uh, like, bro, right? Except, oh no, no, right. Here's the thing, right? I don't. I want this to start out couched in like just a, a kind of standard drama comedy type thing. Yeah. Okay. So you end up with someone from North Yorkshire. He just accidentally gets uh, hired by a tech startup in Silicon Valley. <laughs> he gets. I think there's a, uh, there's a mistaken identity. Okay. Yeah, mistaken yeah. identity. Uh, yeah. Where he gets sent. A contract to sign up with a. Uh... He's at the job centre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets I like where sent, this is going. He gets sent an email to join this San Franciscan startup yeah. in Silicon Valley. Yeah. And who, who is it? It's Mackenzie Crook. Yeah. Okay. The guy. Yeah. He, yeah sure. Up, up north, Gareth yep. from the office. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean as well. He he gets, he's on the dole. Yeah, he's queuing up for the dole, doing the little dance in the dole queue as as they as if as the, they all do. If the full Monty yes. is to be believed, <laughs> as they all do. And he gets he gets home and there's like a letter in the post saying, "Oh, Barry Scott, <laughs> <laughs> Barry Scott, that's his name." Yeah, he uh, he gets welcome to what's the name of the company called? Uh, yes. It's it's like silly. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm I'm trying to think of a pun. Silly Silly Gen. Silly Gen. Yeah. Silly Industries. Yeah. They do computing and stuff. <laughs> I, I, on the letter, I hope it says we do computing and stuff. Oh, that's, that's very that's very San Francisco <laughs> stuff, isn't it? Really. <laughs> um, oh no, yeah, because it would be Silly Gen. It'll be like Syllogineer. Or like, yeah, it'd be too many compounded words together. Syllogineer <laughs> operations. Uh, solutions, even. And uh, he, he flies to San Francisco by the red line that goes across the map. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From North Yorkshire to San Francisco. Gets, yeah. gets out of the uh, Gets out of the plane and uh, is like, hello, hey, Mr. Scott, how's it going? Welcome to Syllogen Solutions. And it's... Um, David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely has a voice like that. 
I'm I'm super expecting that Barry is about to try to. No, yeah, I'll, I'll mean guys called Barry. How many? Yeah, they're both called Barry, yeah. right? Got confused for Barry Scott, where he's not. He's just Barry Smith. Yeah. Uh, and... Oh no, no no, his name is Barry Scott. They've sent it to the wrong Barry Scott. Uh... Yeah, he's, yeah, they're both called Barry Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh... it's this one technology technological engineer who was uh, is is now he's doing. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what. It's... What do you call the? Uh, is it like silage? I'm trying, like, because it's like silly, silly gen, but like someone, someone with bad eyesight at the uh, at the job centre mm. has sent him. They meant to send our Barry, mm. North Yorkshire Barry, yeah. to go and work in silage, but he sent him. So he sent, sent it to he the sent, wrong yeah, thing. So, to so our, our protagonist doesn't know that this letter yeah. is not for him. Yeah, he's mm. just he just got this job. In San Francisco, and he just thought he'd been approached by it. It's like, oh, he's in he's in the interview box, and he goes, oh, I didn't even know, I don't really know anything about computers, but I can sit, I can try my best. And then uh, David Coffey's like, okay, yeah, no one knows anything about computers in San Francisco. We just <laughs> get by somehow. We hire one guy to know all all the stuff. And then the the rest of us are ju- just sit around on a beanbag chair. <laughs> we pick it back off of this guy and steal his homework because that's how it works around here. They just kick open a door. It's like, what are you doing, Cranston? <laughs> Brian, it's Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yes, Brian Cranston. <laughs> I mean, it's Brian Cranston playing a seventeen-year-old who's just been on a computer for so long. That <laughs> he looks that old. <laughs> so, ha- right. Where's this going? Yeah, where um, is it going, Tom? I think I think at some point they 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 say that like they think he's joking when they say yeah, that, yeah. right? Um, and so like they but they they all start like typing up a little bit of code here and there and yeah. not working very hard, but they're doing it and they keep expecting big things from him and he's like, oh my god, your your project was. Uh, that you sent in was absolutely amazing. Uh, can you talk us through how how you did it? Uh, and so he's up in front of like the lot of them, sort of like being like, "Well, I uh, what I did first was uh, I opened up Windows. Windows. Uh, you use a Windows system? Oh my god, that's so bold. <laughs> we all use Linux systems here. Maybe write that down. We need to we need to make sure we uh and he's like then uh also get more windows in here. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> There's no natural sunlight in here. It causes too much glare. <laughs> the intern's eyes are just turning milky white. <laughs> and um <laughs> the intern scurries off into the darkness. Uh, but then like so in the middle of that he's about to like be found out mm. when suddenly there's a like a phone call mm. uh, that the that the boss has got to take yeah and um, like this is the, this is the thing the guy who's funding all this is at the bottom of this at the end of this um, uh, boardroom yeah and he gets a phone call he's like yes yes sir or like a, yeah we'll we'll have it to you by uh, ne- next next month oh ne- next next week okay cool uh, and then uh, he's like guys we've got a problem someone actually wants to buy something from our company <laughs> <laughs> what and then every- everyone's panicking except Barry yeah because Barry stood, yeah. he's cool and collect yeah yeah and he decides <laughs> you know what he's gonna do he's gonna make a presentation about this product just to make everyone feel better. Well, nobody at this, no, literally, no one at this startup knows how, or knows what to make. No, nobody no knows one. what this business does. So when someone calls and actually makes an order, everyone goes absolutely mad mm-hmm. because They're like, what are we, what are we giving them? What, yeah, what, what, what do, do we, we make? What do we make? I don't know. And then Barry's like, I know how to make something, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, they're like. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what you're, you're a genius. What do you want? What do you know how to make? Pottery donkey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to work, Barry. Jeez, we have to use silicon somewhere. Silicon make... pottery donkey. No. <laughs> exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
That's, That's brilliant. <laughs> revolutionary. So they start printing up these silicon pottery donkeys. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, which which conducts like uh, it, it's like got microchips all the way through it that sort of uh, that kind of it, it form. I don't know what what does it do. What does this pottery donkey do? Just connects to the internet somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's got a screen. Inside. It's got the cloud on it. Oh, you know, no, you know what it is. It is the new Alexa. You go donkey. <laughs> and the donkey turns back with uh, Eddie Murphy's voice, uh, saying, "What do you need?" And it, it's just Alexa, but it's a silicon donkey. It's a silicon. I need you the master of the stairs. <laughs> I'm, I'm the stair master. <laughs> so I think. This company goes from strength to strength as as Barry Scott as they're selling these pottery donkeys. Selling these yeah. poly, pottery donkeys, and every every two word answer that Barry Scott That's gives, it. he says, "I know, I make I make something pottery donkey," and then forget the forget the silicon pottery donkey. Yeah, they're like ceramics. Yes, ceramic conductors are the future, <laughs> and like so. <laughs> And so they start making these pottery donkeys that are components in other pieces of technology. So he he builds his way up to the to the height of San Francisco. That 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 pyramid shaped building yeah. in San Francisco. He's at the top of that. Yeah. Yep. And then suddenly bursts through the door. I believe you got my job acceptance letter. <laughs> it's me, Barry, Barry Scott. Scott. <laughs> oh no! Bang through the door. <laughs> And uh, and he looks exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. He, All right. He is Mackenzie Crook twice. Oh, blue neck. And, and then it, they realise that they're long lost brothers and decide to merge the two companies together no, and own a monopoly. That's not where I was going with this. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then uh, fights to the death. Yeah. Oh, okay. With cool. The donkey. Fight to the death. Oh, this is the thing. Like his secretary comes in. It's like, Brenda, bring in the gun. Uh, I need to shoot this guy. <laughs> he's, he's Brenda, gonna, bring in the gun. He brings out a shotgun. He'll take over my life. And Brenda comes in with a gun. They're fighting, tussling See. over the desk. Who's the real Barry Scott? Because they're wearing exactly the same thing. Yeah. A black suit, because it's the 80s. And, and they're stood in front of the window, just like, Oh my god, I'm the real Barry Scott. No, I am. I am the real Barry Scott. Shoot shoot him, Brenda. Shoot him. And she's like, I can't pick. I'm going to shoot you both. Is there a, there's, only, there's only one way to, discover, to find out. You, need, you both need to make a pottery donkey. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never made a pottery donkey. Bang! Bang. There you go. <laughs> he goes out the window. And then, uh, and then Barry Scott, the real Barry Scott, looks at the camera at the end and goes... Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a really cheesy line of bang and the dirt bag is gone. Um, he goes but your, your ending's cool. Yeah, I've, I've never made a pottery, silicon pottery donkey either. I just read three words in the office <laughs> when they came to me for advice. Oh, it's like, oh, I don't, I can't remember the name of it, but when it's like you're looking around the room and you're like, uh, robot, uh, screwdriver yeah. thing. You just said silicon pottery donkey. Just saying three words. That you can see in the room. That's how, that's how he got to silicon pottery donkey. <laughs> Is that there was a donkey. A Why was there a donkey in San Francisco? And a lump of silicon. <laughs> it, it was a poster of Shrek. Oh, saying donkey <laughs> and that's why it was voiced by Eddie Murphy yeah, yeah. there's a poster of Shrek saying donkey like just in this in this office they've just got a poster of Shrek <laughs> yeah, yeah. saying like, donkey it... they're just like I love that bit <laughs> <laughs> it's up on the wall with the teamwork and ingenuity and stuff you know all the, all the contact numbers for HR and yeah. right next to it is donkey, donkey. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so from Liam McGrath, we've got The Wanderer. Ooh. The Wanderer. That... Super mysterious yeah, curveball. I, I mean, I know we're doing sci-fi. sci-fi, but I immediately went cyborg cow- cowboy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cyborg the cowboy. Wanderer. <clears throat> that in- invokes to me... Hmm? If you, drink, if you want to do, like, Western stuff, right? Mm. I, I mean, I, I literally... It was just the first thing that popped into my head when you said that. I was just like, okay, so it's it's cowboy. It's, it's cyborg cowboy. I mean, what if we do a kind of meta take on, like, sci-fi action stuff, right? Sure. The world is made of city-states, okay? Okay. These actual cities that are, like, the size of a country. Yeah. And they're all separate. 
and um, they all have their own weird dystopian futuresque gimmick. They're right? all. Oh my god! They're all. It's it's like the Ready Player One of dystopian fiction. <laughs> so like you've got the the city that's like full on su- uh, surveillance all the time. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. the city that's all the genetically modifying each other. They've got a city that's full of cyborgs mm-hmm. and the uh, a kind of central uh, conscious, uh, a central kind of like. Um, uh, computer conscious is starting to take where over do, their where, do, where does uh, Judge Dredd fit in this because he's in one of those dystopian it's, worlds it's a mega city it's yeah. a giant one yeah it's a big one in the middle where yeah. it's just people being crammed in together and stuff and there's yeah. too many people yeah. too much crime too much crime too much crime um, but they're getting by and importantly mm-hmm. they're not like they're, and they're, most of them are at war with each other mm. right? sure but then one by one they start. We, I think we, we we're going to cover this in a sort of like montage at the start. They start telling the story of someone who walked into their civilization and then tore it apart through explosions and <laughs> action sequences <laughs> and wow. and justice. Right? Yeah. Nice. And that's a problem. <laughs> this is like, and, and then you the, the the movie is about the leaders of these uh, of this situation mm. we, we star willem dafoe who's the di- dictator of the um cyborg uh, city uh-huh. we'll say that like uh he, he's called everyone together in yeah. a meeting right all these leaders you've got a giant brain just sat in a chair uh that's like floating in the middle of this boardroom <laughs> and then you've got like a uh kind of a glados style computer yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, consciousness you've got uh, um You've got someone that looks exactly like the Big Brother from 1984. Yes. Um, you've got. Oh, and we've we've also got the world of Wally in here as well, where <laughs> it's like the actual Earth is not there, but they're all hovering above. <laughs> um, and so, Willem Dafoe's like, I, I know it's uh, unheard of to, for me to call everyone here today. I know many of your countries are at war. We're at war of ourselves. We we started a, an annual children fighting contest that turned into a civil war. It's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Fucking, you know what's worse? Fucking dumb girl. You'll notice. <laughs> Why don't we give her a bow? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, calm down, and I like your sideburns. Uh, <laughs> you see these empty chairs over there? Hmm. That was Dinosaur Island. <gasps> what? No! <laughs> what happened to Dinosaur Island? The Wanderer. <gasps> I've heard myths and legends of the Wanderer. Down like, my streets. He's been going from civilization to civilization, teaching, teaching that civilization lessons about truth and justice. <gasps> and we need him out. We need him stopped and killed. Are you saying that we need to form an alliance <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying we need to hunt down this wanderer and find out who he is well first can you help me kill this fucking girl <laughs> yeah no problem she's not a cyborg right <laughs> no, <laughs> all right I'll, I'll send a cyborg assassin after cuts, <laughs> cuts away cuts away and I'm, I'm i'm thinking of um the wanderer the music the wanderer used in the fallout series yeah um yeah. we pan down to just a desert and you've got the wanderer you can't see you can't see his face it's completely covered mm-hmm. uh he's got a cowboy hat on uh and he's uh just walking it's daniel craig oh, i was gonna say was... chris pratt with headphones on I wanted him to be I wanted him to be stony faced and uh, completely unrelatable so I showed Daniel Craig yep yeah yeah that's fair he's got headphones on doing a little dance yeah (laughs) why (laughs) I'm blending the two ideas if he's doing a dance then he's relatable Not, not if Daniel Craig's doing. You heard it here. You heard it here for us, folks. If you want to be relatable, just dance. Theresa May did a dance the other day. She did not look relatable. (laughs) Actually, not relatable. Like many dystopian sci-fi, we can actually make this that no one is relatable. We can make it the the wanderer. We we start to go like, oh yeah, he's the hero, right? He's the hero knocking over all these dystopias because it's going to be hard to avoid that because everyone's used to that trope. Yeah. But what what happens is we start to see once he's knocked over a civilization or once he's like made an impact, mm. like for instance, 
trying to like sh- showing everyone that replicants have feelings and stuff and deserve to live <laughs> and that sort of thing. Yeah. We show the aftermath. <laughs> we don't cut to credits. Yeah, yeah. We no. show the civilization falling down around him. Yeah. Uh, or not because he's gone. He's on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As soon as he leaves, everything starts <laughs> to fall apart because people are like, wait, what you didn't tell us everything. You're just leaving. Okay, cool, bye. <laughs> like he, he he kills Master Blaster and like <laughs> and suddenly the economy of Bartertown falls apart. It falls apart because you've killed the richest guy there. Yeah. So the person who has the security to keep the market going. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Like, so Willem Dafoe is like chasing him down, trying to figure out who who this person is. Yeah. He goes into one town, kills like the dictator mayor, and then leaves, and then just, just there's no law, there's no rampage. So everything is just in rampage and just like destruction. Everyone's causing mayhem. So Willem Dafoe, the best uh, kind of... Because his his city is all about self improvement, right? Yeah. So he's got like a, a mech suit, like Green Goblin style. He's mm. modified himself, genetically modified himself, um, and he's he's himself as because uh, that was part of the deal was that he himself had to go and join this task force if um, uh, it was if 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 they were going to sign up. Mm. They were uh, so you've got the guy from Hunger Games being like, uh, now. I don't think I I see this as some sort of trap. <laughs> I've already had one of my uh, one of my localities uh, do an uprising. Mm-hmm. It's time that uh, I'm going to need some serious uh, some serious uh, assurance that this isn't going to be some sort of cyborg trap. And Willem Dafoe's like, "Well, I'm the greatest warrior of my city. I'll join this this hunt if you will." And so you've got all these, like a floating brain going out on behind, behind one of the foes. They all sort of, just like these leaders all go and sort of... Uh, they meet in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they meet in the desert and they, they're chasing after the wanderer. They're like tracking him down. Yeah. Um, and I think eventually they find out that um, uh, the wanderer is Willem Dafoe's son. Yeah, that he cast out for not being oh, like, absolutely for not being um, fit enough to to undergo the genetic modifications. I, I Super just gonna... it'd be it'd be one of them in the uh, in the council. Well, he was, and then got kicked out yeah, of the council, so they never thought oh, of him. No, yeah, better idea. Um, he is his own city state. <laughs> the wanderer. Yeah, the wanderer <laughs> is his own city state. <laughs> I'm my own city state. <laughs> It's Sam Elliott. It's not. Uh, it's not Daniel Craig. <laughs> I, just, I just also very quickly realised one of these universe, one of these dystopian cities is going to be the one that we pitched uh, in Pneumatic Lovers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the steam, absolutely, the, there. the steampunk, the neon steampunk, the neon steampunk uh, dance craze. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm loving it. John Travolta's there. John Travolta with... as the Pineapple <laughs> King. <laughs> uh, so right, can't remember that. You don't oh, remember the Magic Lovers at all. I, I remember. I remember the Don Travolta dancing. The dancer. Steampunk mech suit. Yeah. I don't remember any pineapples. Oh, he had a pineapple on his crown, <laughs> and so he was the pineapple king. That, that makes sense. And yeah. by makes sense, I mean it doesn't make. Sense. <laughs> it makes sense because I was the one that suggested it. So that's fair. <laughs> um. So. Okay, forget that he's a separate city state thing. I think he's like he's he's been he was he was cast out from Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Mm. Um and so like but when they go through they're tracking him through the city, the different city states, they come to uh, who's been most hum- I guess they come back to the Cyborg City, right? Mm. They mm. eventually track him back to um Cyborg City where he's in the middle of showing everyone that they like of starting an underground resistance of people who can't afford um like the replacement limbs and stuff yeah um and they're all starting to like smash up the robots and smash up the machine the machines and Willem Dafoe's I never thought he'd get back to my civilization robotopia (laughs) turns around and from behind is the wonder and he goes I never left (laughs) Dad. There's loads of them, Dad. There's loads of. We never left, and it's it's, it's an army of wanderers. It's an army of clones, clone troopers. <laughs> <laughs> so he's left, got into the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> okay, so um, what what happened? Like, well, how do we how do we close this out? Um, <laughs> don't know. I, th- I I just I just like to explore this world a bit more. There's one for pretty much, and and this is this is when Daniel Craig, the one Daniel Craig with a glinty sort of like metal metallic eye, yeah. Terminator eye, um, yeah, yeah uh, says, "I've got one for every, I've got one for every every city state." They're gonna. They're disassembling them as we speak, and then all the leaders are like, "Oh shit, we're here! <laughs> we're all in the we're in the fucking council chambers. What are we Why do? aren't we out defending our cities? <laughs> that fucking girl, <laughs> stupid ball. Who gave her a ball? Who gave her a ball? <laughs> oh, that's right, we did. <laughs> we just gave all these kids weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, great. So then, um, we we cut to all these various city states of like towers crumbling down and uh-huh. like robots shorting out and and, mm. that, and that sort of thing. Human prisons being opened and people running out. And then yeah. and, and then uh, and and uh, shield base has been taken over by little teddy bears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, you you see all the all the Daniel Craig's like che- cheering like freedom, freedom, freedom from dystopia, freedom <laughs> from dystopia. And then like they finish they stop. And then there's silence. As they stand among the rubble. And then one of the Daniel Craig's turns to the other and goes, "So who's the leader? <laughs> what what do we do now?" Oh, back to the beginning again. <laughs> and... A lot of Daniel Craig clones <laughs> instead of actual people. Yep. It's like he's no better at leading. He hadn't no. thought about leading at all. <laughs> he's the one. He's, he's a lone wolf. He's yeah. not a leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is cool because <laughs> looping back to we're playing on the tropes of yeah. action um, movies. Everyone thinks the guy that walks alone is a great leader. No, he's going to be the worst leader ever. He's live. He's 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 been his, dealing with himself and in some. Look, he can't yeah. deal with conflict his, within his, a team. His life is 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 uh, en- enmity and trauma. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's never had to solve an argument with compromise because it's him going. Shall I do this? I will yeah, shoot like you to stop you saying things about me. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that was the wanderer. The wanderer. Nice. Yeah. All right, so. Those were all our oral mentions. All right. Oh, they were Honorable nice. science fiction mentions. So thank you, everyone, who's got in touch with us this week. Remember to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. Remember to tweet us. Remember to give us a follow on Facebook. Give us a follow on those social media. So shall we get on with our main pitch this week? Let's do it. I'd love to. From Ross underscore Originals, we've got I'm a Cyber Snake. 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 Thank you, Ross. Ah, uh, right. A. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I broke down cyber to a cyber snake. So it's a snake <laughs> looking out a window, just going. Up um Gangnam style. Just a sighing snake. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, Cyber snake. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> just so. Sorry, that made me giggle. Continue. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yes. Yeah. Is you have my attention. Um, is looking out a window and sighing. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, uh, and and then from behind him. Because uh, like okay, so there's something happening on outside, right? Mm. So he's sure. seeing out in the like like we start with a shot of like desert, mm-hmm. right? It's like a, a like sandy dirt sort of out outback looking uh, a desert. Place. Well, yeah, there's different kinds of desert though, right? Because you don't want to you don't want to really like. You don't want like a, a like a nice duny type sand. No, you mm. just right? want like a gritty. like an outbacky you want, sort of like badland. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And there's a um, uh, we see like an actual you know like a snake, mm. uh, and um, it like is chasing after a um, a tiny little drone robot. Okay. Oh, okay. A drone mouse. Yeah, like like yeah. somebody that like cleans or like gets data and things like that, or like yeah. has a Wi-Fi on it or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, we don't know. <laughs> we right, don't know. <laughs> we don't know because because we're not going to explain it. No. Yeah. And uh, you um, you see the the snake jump at it, like bite it, and then like start to try and swallow it mm. before like 
basically choking on it and dying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As well. as we cut, we see. Oh, in and a... it's super abstract and metaphor because the the snake usually eats the mouse, but the mouse is. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, as as Lin Manuel Miranda, like we see, we like the camera, um, the focus shifts to behind in in a, in a window, a yeah. building. Lin Manuel Miranda. Looking I honestly out forgot going, he like, was in this movie. So fast. You were so you were so involved with the story about the snake yeah, and the yeah, robot. Yeah. We're off to I a was, good. Start. I was so ready to go. Right, pause the film there on when the snake's about to bite down on this mouse, and you just hear the words. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was super gonna say we the final shot of this movie, wherever we go uh, from here, is um, the snake is dead, and then just a bigger snake comes and eats the smaller <laughs> snake, and that's the end. That's all I'm asking. That's that's our end shot. A big metal snake. A big metal um, snake comes and eats the dead living snake. So, um, uh, someone says. Uh, Johnson, get back to work. Yeah, you, I, I don't have. We don't have time for you to, to be, uh, to be daydreaming out there. Um, and uh, oh, it's Michael Shannon. Yeah, John. He's, um, he's a good bad he's, guy. He's the bad guy from uh, Shape of Water. Isn't he, he is. That's yeah, why yeah. I thought about it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, we don't have time for you to be, to be daydreaming. Uh, and he, and he's like, but sir, I think one of the, uh, one of the drones. And he's like, don't talk back to me, Jones. Smacks him across the face. <laughs> is is Lynn a drone himself? Because I like the idea of going, don't shout back to me, J- Drones Jones. He's <laughs> called Drones Jones. Drones Jones. <laughs> Who works with drones? Yeah, it's Drones Jones. That's, like, that's his... All right, sir, I'll get back onto the, onto the... I've never heard him speak outside of Mary Poppins. <laughs> really? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and we're opposite all right, positions. All right, sir. I, I'm gonna get back to the thing. I'm, I, I just I imagined just he was wrapping his entire way yeah. through this movie. I just saw one of the drones. Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda, rapping. He's rapping like he does in the Hamiltons. Yep. Um, <laughs> that happened. <Yeah>. That <laughs> <So>. Hammond. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, dear. Where are we going after that? Right. <laughs> so, um, I think Michael Shannon uh, is running this... He's, he's running this shop floor for people who are assembling, um, like these uh, various like tech gadget type things. It's really not doesn't doesn't really matter what he's making. I think out, out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a facility in the desert. Yeah, like yeah. I think you know, it's it's kind of like a forecourt. Mm. It's mm. just you know, like in America, you often have buildings, streets that are just like streets, and then just like just outside is just some flat, cracked land. And it's just on the outskirts of a city or something like that, right? Um, And so, like, uh, Michael Shannon's like, I need you to take some of the rejects down to uh, down to the smelting uh, down to the smelting pot. Uh, We've uh, there's a lot more rejects than there were previously. This this new design is is shit. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what's happening here. Like, (laughs) basically, he's making they're making these. Uh, robos. Mm-hmm. Are and... they all? Are they all animals? Are they robo animals? Uh, sure. Why not? Different model. Different models of different animals. Sure. I'm. I'm totally going. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's vibe mm. down here. Sure. Why not? Uh, and they're little helpery things. And basically, like Michael Shannon is uh, kind of really a grumpy boss, mm-hmm. right? He's uh, he's like a very angry angry man. He sends him down to the smelter, and he realizes that uh, and and. Lin Manuel Miranda's character, Drones Jones, um, uh, realizes that basically they're chucking anything that's not exactly right into a smelter. Okay. Yeah. So then he starts shoving it into a bag because mm. it's, it's a, his his shift's about to go off. Yeah. And he like starts like uh, taking some of these defects mm. home with him because he he recognizes them as still working, just not for the right thing. I'd like mm. to add a little bit of backstory spice to okay. all of this. So the reason why Michael Shannon is Got this, got this um, 
uh, got this company as making robotic animals to be helpers is because uh, before all of the animals were made extinct uh, because they weren't perfect. Mm. Uh, and you know what? Survival of the fittest happened. We humans got in there and killed and made lots of animals uh. extinct. And so he's made robotic animals to replace like uh, the ones that have been all killed. Like the bees from Black Mirror and... The, anim- the, the literal robotic animals from Horizon Zero Dawn. Cool. So I want to make clear. Never seen a black. Uh, never seen um, Black Mirror. Yeah. Um, so not intentionally ripping that off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Horizon Dawn though is a is a nation where they get robotic bees. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. okay. Well, we'll have to but, um, we'll have to rewrite the the opening section where there was a real snake. Then, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah well, I, I thought I thought that was a oh, oh yeah, real snake it chokes on the. Well, that's the thing. Robot. He says, "I thought I saw a real snake." Sure. That's yeah. the thing. That can be. That could be why it comes out. Like there is one. <laughs> the, the last real snake. The last died real choking on a robotic mouse. No, I think. I think basically, like humans are like, yep, yeah, there's no no animals left because we can't use them. That's yeah. where society is. Mm. Uh, right? And and Lynn before before uh, Drones Jones before this was actually a zookeeper. Um, but obviously he was made redundant. Wow, after... this is a fast move for, t- for society. Yeah, like he was made... He... I'm like, hey, come to my zoo where we have loads of animals. Wait, what's happening? They're oh, all dead now. They're all dead. Uh, cool. I guess I'll go into drones. <laughs> exactly. Uh, don't ask questions. That's, we get nowhere when asking questions. It's uh, the motto of his uh, company. <laughs> don't ask questions. We get nowhere if you start asking questions. Oh yeah, that's that's absolutely it. Um, <laughs> it's the motto of should be the motto of Amazon. Uh, and so Lynn, obviously, looking at all of these, about to be like scrap. I say with quotations, mm. um, uh, scrap robots. Uh, looks at them and is just like they're they're fine. Like sure, like they're not perfect, but that's the way the world is made. So he takes them and he puts them home. Um, and he starts. He sees. He's. He's. Um. I uh, will say. Uh, Karen Gillan, who's work, works in the, like the smeltery, mm. like where where she's like scrapping and well, she's like, uh, I think I'm gonna clock off a bit early today. <laughs> uh, and and they they have a, like a little uh, back and forth, you know, yeah. like, sort of like they know each other very well because this happens quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, oh, yeah, my son's uh, ill. I'm gonna have to go go home early today. You know how to shut the thing down, right? Yeah. Because uh, it's like end of the work day, and and then like like sees mm. this unattended pile of like scrap drones and starts shoving them into his backpack, mm. um, and like uh, uh, turns the smelter off and runs all the way home uh, through this dystopian like uh, world where um, everything is uh, done by robots, right? Yeah. Like everything. Um, and uh, you like he gets home into this tiny little booth uh, box kind of room. Yeah, box uh, And, like, he, he sits down in a chair and then what, one of the things comes out with a little snaky arm and, like, with a syringe and is like, dinner. And then, like, uh, but he's customised it with little um, googly eyes. So you see, <laughs> you see the person, you see, like, he, he, like, someone's got their door open to their booth sure. and they're having that this injection put in because uh, it, it's, like, the nutrients they need to, uh, like, because there's no food yeah. that has any physical properties. They just have all the nutrients pumped into their bloodstream. I, I think, what is, what is pumping the injection because we've we've established that uh all of these models are being scrapped because they're not perfect so we have an almost perfect model out being sold to people right now right yeah what yeah. is it well i think i think like the these particular models are to replace the animals right yeah but like i think the houses probably have like you know a chair that kind of injects you with some so it's some... arms it's like arms yeah. and pulleys there's no yeah. animals cool yeah. just just wanted to establish that mm. Don't want any uh, plot holes or continuity errors. <laughs> not with a life's a pitch movie. <laughs> no, not at all. I also, I also, I'm not sure why they'd be making animals. Because they're all gone. Because all the animals but, are but gone. What, what do you need? What do you need animals for? To keep ecosystems. Uh, guide dogs. Oh, okay. Guide dogs. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, don't don't question. Uh, <laughs> don't question it. We get nowhere if you question it. It's fine. Yep. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> So should we say that they've got these little hummingbird devices? That's that's what they're they're working on. Mm. Yeah, sure. These little hummingbird devices that are supposed to um, 
a light and you see like videos in the background of these little uh, devices alighting on flowers. Mm. And um, mm. kind of sucking up the nectar and then sort of going up to the next one. And, oh, they, yeah. that looks super cool to visualize. Yeah, um, that, I think I think that's that's the only way I can think of like these things. We need yeah. one type of technology that's going to be like the feature of this thing. Yeah, mm. um, and uh, I think so. Yeah, he's he's got this injection thing and he's put like googly eyes on it and stuff. He's like humanizing all the technology to technology around him, mm. and he opens this bag of um, uh, hummingbird things. Yeah, and he's like, huh. Like these, these work just fine. Like, what were they? What were they? What was wrong with them? Mm. And he like opens them up, and it's like uh, uh, I'm trying to think what what I'm basically what I want him to do is like find a way to eat them, <laughs> because I want him to be a cyber snake. <laughs> if you remember what this is called, <laughs> I was going down a completely different okay, line. Okay, you but take my, it away. No, no, my line was the snake was going to come in because he was going to have to rat on his company. Oh, like you were going to be like a metaphorical snake. Yeah. No, I was going to have. I, I think we should turn him into a real, an actual sure, cyber snake. Sure, absolutely. I like this. Oh, so he starts eating the metal. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Like. Oh right, and then he really likes. Snakes in mythology. Yeah, yeah. He, they, the they're myths. Miranda. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like. Okay. <laughs> Historically, though, snakes do not come off well <laughs> in mythology. Um. So he realizes, uh, because one of the hummingbirds in the bottom of the bag, he wasn't that careful, mm. um, was uh, covered in a little bit of oil, and uh, he noticed that on contact with the oil, the metal softened, uh, and it was almost like a steak. Essentially, is what I'm trying to get you guys. The I, I picture. think I think the oil drips onto his hand and he instinctively licks it off his hand. Right, and then he's like, "Oh, quite like that." Starts eating the metal. Because no because all all meals at the moment are being provided by injection. Yeah, yeah. nobody yeah. eats anything. No. So yeah. like, it's... it's just the sensation of chewing and swallowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but he's he's been cut up all inside exactly. because he's eating metal. So yeah. he starts like opening himself up and like <laughs> putting it putting, putting in it. Uh, like a it's it, like a something that can digest this stuff yeah um his stomach becomes a giant snake head like when he wants oh to eat God. metal <laughs> when he wants to eat metal he opens up his stomach and it's a snake and it just oh, chomps uh, but with the chewy swallowy thing but i really like the, the image is still there just in his belly i really like the image of a giant metal snake but with the head of lin-manuel miranda just smiling yeah, away yeah i think that's i think that's better i think he he changes his Gastric so he, system he, first, he, so he, he can yeah, eat. Yeah, he destroys yeah. his entire body, and so he ends up making his own body. Like all this is done over the time that he's trying to sneak stuff out of work. Like, yeah, he gets to the point where he's sneaking stuff out of work and carrying guns. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. I'm just trying to. I know. I know. Just you're a. Just a bit peckish. I know. Just like you're um, your feet are a bit metal, mate. Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah, you're right. I don't. <laughs> he slivers away on his feet. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. I think as well that we need a little bit more, a little bit more. Raise the tension a bit. Mm. Michael Shannon's getting the same idea. Yeah. And I also say we also need uh, a motive for this. I think. Like he just, I. He just loves to eat stuff. Sure. He just really likes to if eat If that's now. good enough motive for you, Tom, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> we already had the motive, Matt. He loves to eat shit. <laughs> all right. He loves the sensation of eating like he did once before. It's like all nostalgic motivation. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think he, as his ancestors once did before. This is, yeah, this is years of the future. So how... Because we've established that he was a zookeeper before this. Did we? I... Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That, robotic that, that, that scene is left on the cutting room floor <laughs> where we have him prancing around a zoo being like I love real animals <laughs> I was super good for an Ace Ventura meets Dr. Doolittle feel and you guys have just ruined it it's fine don't ask questions we get nowhere I can eat all the animals <laughs> chomp all, all the animals, animals. munch and crunch and scrunch all the animals <laughs> look this is comedy gold and you've ruined it it's not, it's not in here we'll go with your idea cool <laughs> so yeah it's all about he, he's read books yeah like I, that I feel his like... ancestors used to eat this way and so yeah. he wants to eat this way as well mm. 
I feel like to bring the metaphor in as well, and this idea of Michael Shannon kind of getting the same idea, mm. is that Michael Shannon uh, doesn't start eating things, um, but he realizes that the um, the models are like a lot more durable, a lot more stronger. So he starts replacing body parts with like mouse kind of shaped robot parts <laughs> all up until the end where Lynn Manuel Miranda the snake uh, eats Michael Shannon um, <laughs> in a giant robot war yeah I think yeah I think like snake v, v- mouse we see like um, I think I, I, I want to make it a kind of a Brazil tone to this thing mm. where like okay. he's in this office all the time making these things but he's getting hungry. And so he's like, and because he's like, you know, he's replaced his digestion system, he now can't absorb the stuff from the syringes. Yeah. yeah. So he can't now eat normally. The syringes are just hitting the metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or, oh, yeah, because um, he's literally just, his head is the only thing. Okay. And and so he, um like, he starts eating these the, the the stuff he's working on yeah. at work, and then so when Michael Shannon comes over, he's like, "What are you? What are you doing, uh, Drones Jones? What are you doing? Uh, like, I, We've I, made I, half the predicted amount of drones today. Where are they all going? <laughs> In mid <me> belly. <laughs> and so like, um, and he's like, uh, "No, no, no! I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm and just really like, slow. I'm I'm really tired." He's like, "You've been you've been here for the last." 15 hours you've been you've been hiding under that desk uh hiding behind that desk you haven't been anywhere what are you, I, I mean I applaud you working longer hours but why are you why are you here for so long and you haven't done anything and he and he's like and he flips the table over and you can just see he this metallic snake, coiled, snake yeah. coil behind him as like <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda's been like He's sort of been hiding behind the desk because the metamorphosis is going on as he's <laughs> eating more of these things mm. And so, like, uh, and uh, uh, Michael Shannon, like, picks up the phone and starts calling, like, the, the authorities. And then just suddenly, bam, like, uh, uh, Drones Jones leaps across the room. He's still got arms <laughs> and a torso, but he's got his body just springs out and he, like, pins Michael Shannon to the wall, like, uh, and, and starts and just chomps down on the phone. <laughs> and Michael Shannon's arm. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just start, he's holding I, his phone and his robotic mouse arm just gets I, I chomped think, as well. I think the film ends with him just chomping down on Michael Shannon. But in the <laughs> same exact shot as the first shot, where the 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 robotic snake eats the robotic mouse mm. and dies, but this time the snake lives. Yeah, the snake lives and goes away. Turns singing. around. Karen Gillan's at the door. What the hell is this? <laughs> what? I'm in this film as well. <laughs> And is like, don't look at me! Don't look at me! I'm hideous! And then Karen Gillan's like, I loved you, Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> but you've evolved into something else. <laughs> but you've turned yourself into a into a what? And he's gonna, I'm, I'm a, a cyber snake! snake. Credits. <laughs> Dives out the dives out the window and starts heading towards the place where they actually grow all the food for the humans. <laughs> the syringe factory. No, like the, the where the, the, what these hummingbirds were supposed to be growing, right? Yeah, yeah, because they're getting they're getting like the syringe food. Well, the hummingbirds were in the in the harvesting the pollen yeah. from the. Uh... From the oh, so the hummingbirds were meant to be actually making actual food. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. right, cool. I got lost. <laughs> I think so. Otherwise, we... they had no purpose. I'm, I'm yeah, a, yeah. I may have to go onto YouTube and look at some of these endings explained, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, what's the, what's the um, song for the credits? <laughs> Gangster's <laughs> Paradise. Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> By Coolio. Gangster's Paradise. So <laughs> walk through the valley in, in the, the shadow, shadow of death, but take a look. Realize there's nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, we you, you think it's that, but actually, it's Amish Paradise by Weird Al. <laughs> yes, living in an Amish paradise. All right, so that was I'm a Cyber Snake. Thanks, Ross, for the title. Great title. I'm assuming that's exactly what you wanted. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so ill. <laughs> yeah, we should have mentioned Matt is like really yeah, yeah. ill. 
and we've just gone nah Matt you need no wonder this is all a fever dream (laughs) probably (laughs) it might as well be this is a collective fever dream I feel very weak (laughs) (laughs) that's because you haven't eaten enough metal hummingbirds Matt it's true (laughs) munch them down (sighs) Matt's not well I've my head's in the weirdest place ever yeah and I'm uh, exam season so I'm just procrastinating super hard so so thanks going for listening on, going on random podcasts going yeah. on random podcasts that's, that's how I'm doing it <laughs> that's the best way to procrastinate yeah <laughs> it's, it's that fall of you procrastinate by being productive in something else uh, I've nailed down I'm like a genius in procrastination mm. Uh, thanks for having me. It was so yeah. good to be here. Thank you for Thank coming you back on the show. No problem. Like I enjoy every moment. We mm. we assume you won't want be, want to be coming back uh, again, but we will invite you. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you very much. I will thankfully decline every other. Oh, no, 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 no. I'd love to be back. I will consider it. <laughs> Okay, so thank you for Sharon for coming on. Mm, thank you very and, much. It's uh, been thank lovely. you to everyone who's given us titles on social media. Yeah. Yes, and if you did enjoy the show uh, and you want to hear more of it, then you, of course you can find us on the soundcloud.com forward slash live to pitch podcast uh, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you want to help us out in making the show, um, like you don't, you're not going to come around my house, but like you can, uh, you can help us financially by going to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast oh. where you can give us a little bit of money a little bit of that money every week every month I want a little bit of that money please money I told you, you, you get like different things for that money you get to vote on the genre we do each week you get uh, a, a, an extra pitch every week yeah you do you if you give us five dollars a month them. yeah yeah for, spoil yeah one one dollar is all we ask for uh just a vote on the uh, on the genre we do each week. Bargain. You do big comments and stuff. You can talk to us. Mm-hmm. You can you can have a look. Big I saw a comment. Comment. So uh, thank you to everyone who is uh, actually on our Patreon. Uh, our patrons giving us uh, money and uh, helping us to make the podcast better each and every month. Um, that is Mihir Trivedi, my waste of talent. Don't let the kids in the front room, Brenda. They'll break the good husks. <laughs> Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Stephen D. Thomas, Sam McKillman, those bloody snowflakes are at it again with their vegan bisque husks. <laughs> Brenda, I'm drawing the line here. What the piss is a cat food? Bisque husk, Brent Black, Joseph Hegarty, Sturite Comedy, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Improv. These new Valium bisque husks really helped take away the pain. Tar Phil. You've been nursing that husk for hours and we need the table, Pete. So thank you. Thank you, everyone, for those. Okay, and of course, as always, we'll leave you with uh, the Yes Very Clever Awards where we get a title that doesn't, isn't quite a film, wouldn't quite be an original film if we pitched it because it's usually based on something else. And <laughs> this one is, is, a, is, a, is a tour. It's got it's two in one. <laughs> uh, and it's from uh, Brandon Spanky Mills. And it is Popeye the Sailor Moon. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. And I've been Shelling Greaves. Remember who pitched it.